Welcome to the Cornerstone Church Podcast. Thanks for tuning in for another week. We are still making our way through John Bunyan's The Pilgrim's Progress. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to them so far. If, if, you, if this is your first time, then you can catch up with all of them um, on the podcast channel and on our website, cornerstonechurchkingston.org. You can find uh, lots of other resources too. Um, so we are, we, we've come to a section now called The Delectable Mountains. Um, and last time... Uh, Christian and hopeful probably uh, experienced one of their one of their darkest points on on the journey so far. They 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 left the path and they ended up in the uh, the castle of giant despair and his wife, who I've forgotten her name. Oh, now uh, anyway, diffidence, diffidence, and um, they were they were being tortured there really, and were so low that they were they were actually at the point of taking their own lives um, until they discovered uh, the promises of God and uh, were able to unlock all of the gates and get out, and they're back on the road now. Uh, and so the Lord has been merciful to them, and and they've come now to these delectable mountains. Um, did we look up what the word delectable meant? <laughs> Well, it's delightful, isn't delightful, it? Delightful. It's just lovely, and yeah. that's exactly what they are. So uh, they've had this battle, if you like, this mental, spiritual faith battle in Doubting Castle. And this is God, isn't it? This is a, is a picture of, of the pilgrim. You know, you go through times of darkness, and then there's he wants to refresh us because he wants us to keep going it's not you know he doesn't he doesn't want to stop us it's not like doubting castle is put there to stop us in that sense mm. and so there's these delightful delectable uh, mountains that, that we're told there's gardens there's orchards there's vineyards there's fountains of water there it's like being back in Eden, isn't it? It's a sort it's of, kind of flavour yeah. of Eden and yeah. a flavour of the new world to come. And so they wash. I mean, that must have been phenomenal. I mean, mm. they were in Doubting Castle in, in darkness, weren't there? And there was no food or drink or anything. Mm. And, and beaten beaten up. And, and beaten up. Yeah. So like, to have that washing and that, that cleansing and then to be nourished. Because remember, they weren't fed anything really no. by giant despair. So this is exactly what they need. Mm. Yeah. And they 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 eat freely from the vineyards, and and th- these delectable mountains are are the hills of the Lord. They they've been put here for pilgrims to be refreshed in, and it's mm. a, it's a delight. Um, and then of course they meet on the top of the delectable mountains. Um, these shepherds. Mm. Yeah, so they meet these shepherds, and um, the pilgrims the pilgrims ask, "Whose delectable mountains are these?" And whose be the sheep that feed upon them? And the shepherds say, these mountains are Emmanuel's land, uh, said the shepherds, and they are within sight of his city. Mm. And the sheep also are his, and he laid down his life for them. Um, so that's a, that's a really key moment in the journey, isn't it? They are now within sight of the city. Yeah. Um, so right and that's from the, the point of the mountains, yeah. isn't it? The point of the mountains is is to show you the destination. Not, not, you don't stay there, but no. it's to show you the, the destination. I yeah. think if you said to the shepherds, I'm going to set up camp here mm. and stay here, they would think you were nuts. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, but, yeah, the whole point in refreshment is to keep you going for the journey, mm. and part of that refreshment is to see where you're going. So, so you're clear about that. Mm. So then how does the, how does the conversation move forward from there then? Um, well, Christian wants to know, is this the way to the celestial city? Which they, they say, yeah, yeah, that's the right way. 
and then but then there's two questions from christian it's how how far do we have to go <laughs> to which they answer well if if you're not certainly going to arrive at the celestial city it's too far Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not get, definitely getting there it's too far mm. which is quite simple really if you think about it mm. uh, but then also is the way safe or dangerous mm. and the and the answer to to that question is it's safe for those whom it is to be safe but transgressors undoubtedly fall along the way and mm. um, so again for those who are faithful and are true then it's a safe path. Mm. But if you're going to fall away or you're going to mess mess around, then then it's a dangerous path. Mm. And it's it's just uh, pastoral gold, that, isn't it? Yeah. Because within those sentences is an assurance for them, isn't there? That if they belong to Emmanuel and if the Lord of the Hill laid down his life for these, then they will make it. Mm. They're going to make it. It won't be too far for them and it won't be too dangerous for them. And yet they don't, they don't want them to grow lazy um, no. or kind of apathetic yeah. or to, to take their watch down because it, it's sort of too far for any but those who shall get there. And it's like, oh, well, uh, you know, I hope that's us. Uh, we, 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 better, um, we better keep our eyes on then. So he doesn't say, yeah, look, you do, no, look, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, it's not far. Just, you know, relax. You'll be there soon. And mm. uh, is it dangerous? Not for you guys. No, mm. you, you're fine. Don't worry. You know, there's no... he wants them to sort of have an appropriate watchfulness doesn't he and not to presume upon uh their safety but also to rest assured in the lord's grace and mm. so that that's a really great balance mm. of new testament teaching about assurance but also the need to persevere isn't it um might be uh, worth just saying their names the shepherd's names yeah uh it's uh, they're called knowledge experience watchful and sincere why, why do you think he picked on those so knowledge, experience, watchful, and and sincere. Oops, oh, uh, quiet. <laughs> yeah, not a clue. Uh, well, you know, experience is is a helpful thing, isn't it? Where there, where there's experience, you can give wisdom about what's happened before, um, and and to uh, warn against what's gone before. Yeah, so I think experience is helpful in those things. Mm. But you can't have experience without knowledge. That's can right. You? You've yeah. got to have the two together, yeah. haven't you? Mm. Yeah. It, otherwise, your experience takes over, and then you're in trouble, aren't you? Yeah. So, experience is very important, but it has to be balanced with 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 knowledge. Yeah. And also, these are shepherds, aren't they? So yeah. they've got the task of overseeing mm. the yeah. sheep, and these are particularly important virtues for shepherds because uh, one of the things that jesus rebukes the false shepherds and the hired hands for is that they're not watchful over no. the sheep not really they don't they're not looking out for them they're not alert to the dangers they're really just in it for themselves so they're not sincere um, and they're not sincere no. they're, they're, and they're found out to be hypocrites in the end um and uh i mean yeah jesus talks about that a lot doesn't he you know they 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 pretend the leaders to be, of the, yeah. yeah um i mean that's a fans. challenge to, to to christian leaders isn't mm. it because we need to be these things we need to have knowledge, mm. but knowledge is not enough. You need to experience the knowledge that you have. You mm. know that's wisdom, isn't it? Mm. We need to be watchful for the for the the, the sheep yeah. uh, that are in our care, and we need to be sincere. Mm. We're not about just money and yeah. comfort. We're you know we we've got to lay our life down for the sheep, as it mm. were. So they're really important things for mm. Christian ministers to have, aren't they? Mm. That's right. Yeah, and you can see they want to experience life among the sheep don't they so they're they're not just giving them orders from a from the safety of their own 
shepherd huts. You know, they, they want to be out meeting the pilgrims and, and knowing what life is like for them and, and where have they come from and how did they persevere and uh, what did they find useful and what was hard for them. And that's all very important yeah. in Christian ministry, isn't it? You, you, can, you can't just give your sermon uh, 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 and then disappear for mm-hmm. the whole week. You know, you, you, you have to be a good shepherd. You have to try to get amongst people and just hear their experiences and stuff. Um, so that's, I guess, what they're wanting so, to So do these from. shepherds, they're knowing that stuff. Uh, it's quite interesting because they've, they've just been delighted. They've washed, they've eaten. And, and you sort of think, oh, delectable mountains, the she- everything would just be sort of nice. And of course, in one sense, it is. But they now they now know that in order to help them, um, by God's grace, carry on this this journey, they've got to warn them and show them some things. And so uh, they know that out of experience and knowledge that this is this is what people need. And so they take them on to various hills. So mm. the first hill is the hill error. Mm. Yeah. So they have a little elders meeting the shepherds, don't they? And they say. Uh, shall we show these pilgrims some wonders? Yeah. And when they had concluded to do it, uh, so they have a little discussion amongst yeah. themselves, what would be most helpful for them? Mm. Uh, you know, again, not major on minors necessarily, but there's a, that's something about leadership. There's a plurality of them, isn't there? There's not just one. It's not just one bishop ruling over. No. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a collection of qualified, godly shepherds here, and they make decisions together about mm. what is most helpful for the sheep. Um, no, so there's something there about church leadership, but yeah, you're right. So the first one they take them up is one this called Error. Error, yeah. Yes, uh, which was he says very steep on the farthest side, and he bid them look down to the bottom. Yep. And so Christian and Hopeful looked down and saw at the bottom several men dashed all to pieces by a fall that they had from the top. So they're looking, they're they're peering over the edge of this cliff, which is something like a sheer drop on one side and they can see at the bottom that there are these men who have been dashed to pieces so quite a harrowing yeah you for, know for their comfort um, <laughs> yeah for their comfort <laughs> well it is isn't yeah, it? yeah yeah it is yeah and and and, um, and then they look down and they see you know christian says what meaneth this yes and the shepherds are very happy to answer because they want to want to teach them and hmm. you know these are these are people that had had um They've been led into error. Yeah, gone into error. By yeah. listening to Hymenaeus and Philetus. Yep. Who are? Who uh, who were false teachers in, in Paul's time. So in 2 Timothy, it details these, these men who, who I think had been gospel ministers, but had departed from the gospel truths uh, of the resurrection. And they'd said that the resurrection had already taken place, that the, that the future resurrection that the apostolic teaching would refer to is not in the future it's happened right now and what that ends up doing is upsets people in their faith how does that do that then because that's a quite an important thing isn't it so i mean if 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 it was true for christian and hopeful uh then what's the point of journeying mm. yeah uh, because you you've you've arrived yeah mm. isn't it mm. that, 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 so that's basically uh, what these false teachers are saying yes you, you it's your best life now yeah, yeah. It's, it's like very, what's that bloke uh, in america uh, yeah. Uh, Joel Austin. Teeth, yeah, uh, who's wrote that wrote the book, didn't he? Your yeah. best, your your best life now is here mm. in this world. It's mm-hmm. it's extraordinarily wrong, isn't mm. it? Yeah, I mean, it's very upsetting for Christians to think that uh, the resurrection age may have arrived, um, and it wasn't the physical new creation they thought it was going to be. It was some sort of spiritual awakening in them. 
or that the new creation has come and this is it because you think of the implications of that well firstly i'm still sinning yeah so i mean that's dreadful because i'm i'm not going to be free from sin in this resurrection age which i was really looking forward to um secondly those loved ones who've died in the lord well where are they yeah. Um, yeah. i don't see them they've gone so i haven't been reunited with them um and and all this this hope that i had of being in a new creation with those who've died in the Lord, being free from sin, uh, all, all my disappointment and guilt gone, just mm. fullness of joy forever in the presence of God. It's come, and it looks very much like the life I was just living, yes. um, which is full of but sin. Then you, then, then, but then you have to uh, spiritualize things. And so that's exactly what the Gnostics did. You separate the body from the spirit. So therefore you, you can say, well, no, the body sins, yes, yeah. but I'm free in my spirit. Mm. I have a resurrection spirit, mm. so I don't need to worry about the body. Or, or, or two things happen. Do you either, uh, you know, put down the body with severe, um, you know, eating yeah. things. Strictness or, and the body. And strictness yeah. and, and asceticism. Uh, or, or you said, uh, because it's an evil thing, the body, and it's all about the spirit. Or you say, oh, well, it doesn't matter what the body does. I can do anything I like uh, with the body because that isn't sin anymore because I'm set free by the resurrection thing. So you twist everything mm. and it becomes extremely evil in the way, doesn't it? And and you will be dashed mm. to pieces if yeah. you follow that sort of error. Because mm. because either way, either you're, you're trying to justify yourself again by rules and yep. so that's your kind of your self-righteousness angle of yeah. it or you're trying to self-indulge yourself and just do whatever you want that yep. displeases god yeah and so both errors lead you to hell yeah mm. and hymenaeus and philetus are specifically named here probably because they're the exact opposite of what a good shepherd is mm. um so i mean the pride of it you know because who's announcing that the resurrection has come? Well, Hymenaeus and Philetus, we're the ones who know. You know, we're, yep. we're the ones who are declaring that the end of the ages has yep. come. And and the ar the arrogance of that. So they're setting themselves up as false, like the false Pauls, aren't they? The false yep. apostles. Um, and so the shepherds actually say um, that those you see lie dashed in pieces at the bottom of this mountain are they. And they have continued to this day unburied. So... Um, you know, I guess this time or in any time, really, um, you know, to not be given a proper burial, to not be laid to rest um, is, a, is a mark of shame, isn't yeah. it? You know, I guess in history they would leave the corpses of their enemies out, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, and, and often, you know, still today, isn't it? You know, if somebody, like, if somebody tragically loses a, a loved one, a daughter, a son overseas, they just want to get the body. If they can't yeah. have them back, they want to get the body back. It's such an important thing, isn't it? Mm. But these are left out... Um, so that others will look at them and say, "Yeah, that's what happens." You, you, you know, if you go their way, you'll, you'll, you'll become like that. So, um, but this, I think, just, just you know, it's very important this error stuff because people don't quite like people talking about error. But this shows that there is an apostolic standard right back then mm -hmm. uh, in when Paul wrote uh, to Timothy. You know, it's right back in the first century. There was an apostolic standard, and if you uh, um, um, went off the off that, you were in error. Mm. But this is really important because people want to sort of say, you know, surely we can include all kinds of uh, supposed Christianity within mm. our Christianity, and the, the answer is no, no. Um, because this is error, and error will lead you to 
this precipice. It will destroy you. It will do you great harm. And that's why we've got to keep coming back to the apostolic word, isn't it? What does what was what did the apostles say? Because that's what Jesus says. Hmm. We've got to keep coming back to very, very, very important. And part of being a good shepherd is not just to feed uh, the the grapes and the vineyards and to wash people. Uh, that's absolutely right. There's there's delight there, isn't there? And we're going to see at the end of this little section mm. uh, what the shepherds want to do. But it is, if you're going to be a good shepherd, is to is to show error. You've mm. got to say this is wrong yeah. mm. because this will kill you. Mm. And a good shepherd's not going to allow the sheep to fall down into that precipice. Mm. So these are important truths here, mm. aren't they? That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that's part of what it means to be a shepherd. And um, you know they. They actually, you know, want to reinforce this message another two times. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're, they're going to bang the same the same drum. And so then it says they they take them to the top of another mountain, and the name of that mountain is caution. Um, and uh, and so so they're up this uh, Mount Dun Mount Error. They're on Mount Caution now, and the shepherds um, bid them to look. Um, and uh, and what do they what do the, what do they see from this mountain? Well, they see several men walking up and down among a number of tombs located mm. there. They're like zombies, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're actually blind men. Yeah. So they, I don't know how they realised they were blind. Uh, oh, no, it's because they stumbled sometimes over the tombs and then they're unable to get out from among them. So they're sort of floundering around these tombs. They're kind of stuck there because they can't see the way out of this mm. sort of this graveyard. And uh, And then there's this really powerful uh reminder uh, of where christian and hopeful had just been so they just escaped out of doubting castle through the promises of god that christian found but these men these blind men hadn't escaped and uh and and the shepherd says these these are the men that went down bypath meadow landed in uh, yeah. doubting castle uh, giant despair was smashing them, them up. I think pulled out their eyes or whatever it was, mm. uh, and now they're they're blind. And yeah. and suddenly, Christian and hopeful. It, it really is a moment of uh, you know. But for the grace of God, mm. go I. Uh, that is yeah. us. Mm. That's where we deserve to be. Mm. But God, in His kindness, by His Spirit. Uh, reminded us of promises that mm. got us out of the yeah. Dark castle. Mm. I mean, it's it's amazing because because they have just been there, mm. and he, he point that the shepherds are pointing out the consequences that could have occurred if they'd stayed in that in that place, mm. and and you can see just how much that affects them because they look at each other with tears streaming down their mm. cheeks. They don't. They don't say anything to the shepherds, no. but I think they can feel again the guilt. And again, we we saw last time, didn't we? Like particularly Christian, who had led led um, hopeful into mm. this into this place and and had really come close to sort of ending his life. And I think that would have just reminded him. Yes, one of his of his sin and of his lack of trust. Uh, but also, as as you say, Pete, the the grace of God to lead them out and to remind them of His promises and to to heal them with His words and then to bring them to this delectable mountains is just incredible mercy. 
Yeah. And it shows what would have happened to them. You know, he. Yeah. this is what Giant Despair would have done. He would have put their eyes out and instead of mercifully ending their lives, he would have led them to wander forever amongst the graves, you know, with blotted out eyes and... Um, you know that that could that could that could have been them. It's, it's yeah. sometimes when you hear, you know, sometimes if if a if a plane goes down or there's a crash on a train or or a car crash or something, and they they inter- some of the people they often interview are ones who should have been on that train, yeah, but were on the one before, yeah, yeah, and they'll say, you know, if I was two minutes later, yes, I would exactly. have been on that train, yeah, you yeah. Know, I was on that. And there are these moments, aren't there, yes. in life where we have a realization that that could have been me, that yeah. should have been yes, me. Yes, Normally, yes. that would have been me, and it's a. Uh, it's a little. Um, I know that's just a secular example, but there are there are little moments in life where we where we become aware of. Well, yeah, Bunyan what had that himself. Well, yeah, uh, actually, yeah. Bunyan it, it, because uh, he when, before he was a Christian, he was on. Uh, he swapped guard duty. Oh yeah. Uh, with 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 someone, and the guard that he swapped with, uh, who took right, his who took his bit, yeah. was killed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And it was one of the things that got him yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's really um, it's really interesting that that we've been going through Matthew's parables in, in our evening services. And uh, we went through the parable of the wandering, the, the wandering sheep. Mm. And uh, the wandering sheep has gone away from the Lord and his promises, really, I think. The, the, the sin that's taken them away and the, they've been led, and they might have been led into something like this. And it's the shepherd that goes out and pursues them in love and brings them back. And I think we can all, I, I think we have talked about this and I think Bunyan does this so well. There are, there are things in your life and there's people put in your life that bring you back and there's shepherds that come in and they love you and they bring you back and they restore you. And so I think that's, that's absolutely what happens. And hmm. um, you can look back and go, well, if it hadn't been for that camp that I went on, or it hadn't been for that sermon that I listened to, or if it yeah. hadn't been for that that person who, who prayed for me, um, then then maybe I, it would have been a very different story for me. Mm. And so God is so gracious in giving mm. us. I, I don't think we're we're aware of the amount of things that have kept us. The providences of God all in, the way through. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Why didn't that car yeah. rear into me? Yeah. Why did I, mm. you know, not yeah. fall down there or whatever? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, we'll see that. And that, it's, that's yeah. a good thing, isn't it, for us? So, in like in ch- let's just sort of take that in church life. When someone falls, there shouldn't be a sort of delight. No, um, we do need to hear about that. But I get, I, I guess, the big thing should be, but for the grace of God, go mm. I. And we should probably be stopping when we hear of a brother or sister falling and thanking the Lord that He saved us from from the, that very error. Yeah, because. You know, most of us would, you know, fall yeah. on anything really. Yeah, the seeds of everything are in our own hearts, yeah. aren't they? And um, well, so then they, then after that, um, they, they, they sort of have a similar lesson again. Don't yeah, they? well, they look, um, they look down they, to the side of a hill, and there's a door there's at a the door. bottom. Yeah. Um, so there's this kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, sort of weird. It's very dark and smoky and. There's rumbling noises of fire and cries of mm. some tormented and the smell of uh, brimstone is coming out of this <laughs> yeah. door. brimstone. Um, so it's uh, yeah. so it's, it's very similar hell, to the the valley of the shadow of death, isn't it? When they when they were going through on that narrow walkway and on either side there were these sorts of sounds and yeah. smells that were coming, and that that was. Uh, uh, also a picture of hell and uh, Christian again what means this the shepherds told them this is a byway to hell a way that hypocrites go in at namely such as sell their birthright with Esau sell their master Judas 
blaspheme the gospel, Alexander, lie, Ananias and Sapphira. Um, so these are all people who, who at one time would have claimed to be friends of the covenant God or, or were mm. born into the family of the covenant God or uh, were uh, loyal to um, the apostolic message or to Christ for a season and wanted to give the impression that they were faithful um, but in the end, they were they were exposed and discovered and found out for for what they uh, for what they are. Um, and then uh, hopeful says, I perceive that these had on them even every one a show of pilgrimage. So that's the thing, isn't it? As we have now, uh, and they said yes and held it a long time too. Uh, said the shepherds. Um, and so this is uh, this is another category of people, isn't it? Really, there's the. There's the people who went off the path and ended up in Doubting Castle. There's people like Hymenaeus and Philetus who taught error publicly in the churches. And then there's these people, a sort of third category of of, of those who aren't going to make it to the celestial city. And, and these are the these are the hypocrites. Um, and they seem to be sort of fast tracked to hell, uh, basically. They they go they go through this door. And I and I suppose you know, it's interesting just tying a few threads together, isn't it? That um, the shepherds say, uh, you know, that you, you can now see the gates of heaven from here. In other words, you're quite far along. Um, and sometimes hypocrites can make it quite a long way. You know, yeah. So Judas does three years, doesn't yeah. he? Before, um, you know, his public exposure takes place. And um, so this is just a caution, isn't it? Um, to, to make sure that like the shepherd, whose name is Sincere, um, that that's what we are sincere yeah i mean all these people are interesting aren't they 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 all they all turn to this life don't they they want money or something in this life soup Uh, yeah maybe (laughs) soup because they're they're immediately hungry (laughs) in other words they want their desires uh fulfilled now in this in this world judas he wants money you know ananias and sapphira they want to be seen to be uh, good people immediately whilst having the, money well, whilst mm, keeping yeah. money yeah um alexander the the whatever he is the silversmith thing he, it's all about money isn't it and yeah yep so yeah so then after hmm. that they um they uh well the uh, sorry is it, sorry it might be worth just going back to that because, okay. because no no no, no yeah. just it's just that it takes time doesn't it before you see that, so Jesus gives the the parable of the sower, doesn't he? Uh, and 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 then the weeds choking the plant. So the plant at one time looks like it's going to be good; it's going to produce fruit. And then he says, "The worries of this world and money and things like that in the end choke in the end choke the plant, yeah. so it isn't fruitful." So for a long time, it looks like it's growing up with the other with the the ones that are going to bear fruit. Yeah. Um, and so it would look pretty good. It's gone quite a long way. It's gone further than uh, the the the, the um, seed that fell on you know the the rocky yeah. ground. Um, obviously, so there is something. It just sometimes takes time for you to see that there's a worldly heart here, mm. and that the things that worry you and concern you have become the big things of this world rather than the things of eternity. Mm. So this is again good advice, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and um, you know it's partly why at the beginning when they say to the shepherds, "Is it far to go?" and and they say, "Well, n- no, not not too far if you belong no. to the Lord." Um, 
Uh, and so again, that's a little message, isn't it? Because that there are hypocrites who've made it quite far, you know. And and so, well, you know, if you're the lords, you'll make it. But you know, if you're a hypocrite, you won't. You yeah, know, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Well, I mean, some of these pilgrims go further than this delectable mountain. They do, yeah, yeah. Some don't get as far. So, mm. but but eventually, I think you're found out. They're found out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the pilgrims then say to one another after these three. So there's been this byway to hell, there's been Mount Caution and Mount Error. They said, we had need to cry to the strong for strength. Mm. And that's a capital S, you know, the, yeah. the strong, the strong one, Emmanuel, the Lord of the country, um, which, which is the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> and so, uh, in other words, I think the shepherd's teaching has had the right effect upon them, um, which is uh, to make them say, not, you know, shepherds, we need you to come with us but to say we need christ we need christ if we're going to be preserved here um so please lord give us strength and the shepherds say yes you better do that um and you will have need to use it Uh, yeah uh it's an interesting an interesting i was trying to just reading that and thinking you'll you'll have need to draw on that strength once you have it too Mm. remind me because um pete you're preaching on colossians yesterday and we have, we have, what was it, the energy that Christ supplies, all the energy. And yeah. what does that cause us to do to strenuously contend? And so when, when you ask for the strength from the strong one, you then use that strength and draw upon it to then go and contend for the faith, right. which is what they're going to need to do. Yeah, so the strength of God doesn't make it easy. No. The strength of God makes us step out into dangers and battle and battle yeah yeah so then the shepherds um say to each other well let's just show them one more thing Hmm. um and let's let's take them up and show them the gates of the celestial city uh if they have skill to look (laughs) through our perspective (laughs) everything's got a slight caveat hasn't it there's a a glass there there's a um what do you call it um, a little telescope, kind telescope of thing, yeah. isn't it? They've got um, one of those things um, you put like a pound in at the coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, um, on the top look. of the delectable mountains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's the, there's yeah. the uh, shepherds making a bit of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Well, I mean, what? someone's <laughs> got to pay. The work is worth his wages, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so they go to the top of a high hill called Clear or Clarity, I think it is, and so on, and gave them this glass, this telescope to look through. Um, and then it's interesting because they try to look through because they want to get a clear sight of their destination and how exciting it will be to, to see that. But the remembrance of that last thing the shepherds had shown them made their hands shake by means of which they could not look steadily through the glass. Um, and so they've got, and, and perhaps it's more than just the last thing, you know, they've got these three visions in their mind. They've got a wandering zombies in the tombs with their eyes put out they've yeah. got uh, you know unburied false teachers lying dashed to pieces they've got the smell of hell still in their noses and all of that is making it hard for them to steadily hold the glass you know they're shaking and so it, it you know it's rocking and they can't quite get a sight of it because this this memory um of what happens to, to false believers false teachers is is, is so fresh in their minds um and yet they they do see something like the gate and some of the glory of the place, and that's enough to lead them to praise the Lord. Um, 
So uh, that's you know that's that's and what oh, a, what a sight that must have been you know. Um, why do you think? Amazing. Sorry, I know I asked these questions, but why why do you think Bunyan did that? The shaky hand. I mean, it's quite interesting. If you were writing that, would you have done that? I think you know it's quite quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, he's showing yeah. the weight, isn't he? So he's the 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 sense of the weight of this journey. And the seriousness yeah. is so big, isn't it? Yeah. He he understands this, I think, because I think most of us, if we were sort of doing that, would have we might have thought, oh yeah, and they saw the beautiful city, and we off we go. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? It might be to do with the fact that we we never uh, appreciate glory as it truly is, and part of that might be because of the things that happen in this world or the, the consequences of not getting there. So sometimes we're scared in, scared into heaven, aren't we? A little bit, and the, but the the hell stuff might cloud or give us shaky vision. But as as we you know think about that, and we then focus on glory, just having that glimpse is is helpful. And the Hymenaeus sort of people would come along and say, "This is typical. You 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 can't you don't know what you're talking about. These shaky hands. You can't even see where you're going clearly." Yeah. Whereas we've got the resurrection, we've got it all now, isn't it? That's yeah. the the boldness of error is interesting, isn't it? Mm. Whereas the reality of truth sometimes is, I don't know, maybe quite yeah. what I'm saying there. No. It sounded good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I stopped. Well, I mean, it's, uh, well, there is a boldness of error, isn't there? There's a real ugly assurance in error. Yeah, uh, sometimes, and sometimes those are us that know the truth. Where there's this just a shakiness there. I think there is something in this. Mm. Yeah, and it it just reminds me a bit of those the words that Jesus says to the disciples about you know whom they should fear, um, and he doesn't want them to fear men who kill the body and then do yeah. no more. He wants them to fear the Father in heaven, who after the body has been killed has authority to throw both soul and body into yes. hell and then he says yes i tell you fear him yeah and he's saying that to disciples I, 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 and then and then he goes on to say that god loves you so much he knows how many hairs are upon your head and you don't need to fear yeah. you know and so i mean it's sort of interesting like applying all of that because i think the the main part of the christian experience should be like assurance that i'm a child of god all yeah. my sins have been I'm going to heaven. No condemnation. Now I dread. You know, I know yeah. hell is not my home. Um, and yet, I guess there's something about the majesty of God and the holiness of God we, that that stays with the Christian. You know, it's like it, I ought to fear Him still, mm. who could throw body and soul into mm-hmm. hell. There's got to be something of the enjoying the grace of God without kind of losing something of that and and perhaps Bunyan just felt that yeah. more keenly than we do today maybe yes. and, and yes. he doesn't ever want them to lose the fact that hell is real and they sort of could go there if they're not careful you know <laughs> even though yeah. they belong to Emmanuel and yeah. Yeah. they're gonna make it and um it's hard well to it's that warning that keeps you going isn't it yeah 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 no that's what I mean about the 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 the, the I mean, I, I I watched this horrific um, uh, 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 preacher from America uh, last night, on, and it was um, it was his boldness in error. I mean, it was he, his dealing with the Bible was so bad, mate. I don't think there's any Sunday school kid in our church that would 
would say he's right. He was so bad, embarrassingly bad. Mm. But he's strutting up and down, saying, write that down, now write that down. And you think, no, <laughs> because <laughs> you've got it so utterly wrong. Yeah. It, 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 there is so many errors, but he was just the boldness and the arrogance mm. I think the error has. And I think there is a humility in truth, isn't there? We know it's true, but you know, are we true? to it uh and i guess that's it yeah yeah i think that's helpful we are assured that the truth is true yeah but are we We true true to the truth it's quite helpful (laughs) are we true to the truth and so they end with that don't they so as they go uh they they give them just a sort of parting sort of hey yeah uh lads uh, listen to this you know Mm. take note of the way Uh, they Mm. give them a note of the way to make sure they know the way the shepherds yeah uh, and then um, be care, beware of a flatterer, yeah, because that's a good thing to be aware of. And then mm. the third uh, said, uh, "Don't sleep in the enchanted ground." And then the fourth said, "God speed, mm. Go, you know, going God's grace and God's God be with you." Mm. Which so is that's the, yeah, yeah. their sort of parting messages, isn't it? I mean, there's something interesting in the little song as well that they sing he Christian sing and Hopeful it. not well I don't know did you record that Aidan in the pre no, no unfortunately that wasn't recorded no. Um, but no not now um, they <laughs> say uh, come to the shepherds then if you would see things deep things hid and that mysterious be yeah. um, and there is something there about us needing the community of God's people that is being yeah. led by faithful Bible shepherds we need that in order to keep going with the lord and to understand the things of eternity Mm. um because if we try to just do individual church or private christianity um you know we're going to end up off the road so there's a there's an importance here isn't it in being under shepherds if you want to if you want to know um how to walk and so on um yeah is that about that? Do I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for uh, listening in. Um, hope you hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll, we'll be following on with Christian and Hopeful again next week. So do please tune in. Look out for the, uh, the podcasts as they come. And as I said at the start, cornerstonechurchkingston.org is where you can find uh, lots of other resources, which we hope will be a blessing to you.